0: Welcome to the podcast of Christ Covenant Church, the congregation of the Presbyterian Church in America, located in the township of Langley, British Columbia. My name is Gary Vanderveen, and I'm the senior pastor here. If you would like to know more about our congregation, please visit us online at www.langleychurch.org. Sermon commentary for the week of July 12, 2020. Mark Dever reminds us that Christian fellowship must be grounded upon the gospel, nothing but the gospel of Christ Jesus our Lord. He writes, I contrast two types of community that exist in gospel-preaching evangelical churches. Let's call one gospel plus community. In gospel plus community, nearly every relationship is founded on the gospel plus something else. Sam and Joe are both Christians, but the real reason they're friends is that they're both singles in their 40s, or share a passion to combat illiteracy, or work as doctors. In gospel plus community, church leaders enthusiastically use similarity to build community. But as a whole, this community says very little about the power of the gospel. Contrast this with gospel-revealing community. In gospel-revealing community, many relationships would never exist but for the truth and power of the gospel, either because of the depth of care for each other or because two people in relationship have little in common but Christ. Well, affinity-based relationships also thrive in this church. They're not the focus. Instead, church leaders focus on helping people out of their comfort zones to cultivate relationships that would not be possible apart from the supernatural. And so this community reveals the power of the gospel. You can't physically see the gospel, it's simply truth. But when we encourage community that is obviously supernatural, it makes the gospel visible. Think of a kid rubbing a balloon against his shirt to charge it with static electricity. When he holds it over someone's head with thin, wispy hair, what happens? The hair reaches for the balloon. You can't see the static electricity, but its effect, the unnatural reaction of the hair, is unmistakable. The same goes for gospel-revealing community. Yet, gospel revealing community isn't our first inclination, is it? Our tendency is toward gospel plus community because it works. Niche marketing undergirds so many church growth plans because it works. People gravitate to people just like themselves. If I told you to take a church of 200 and grow it to 400 in two years, you'd seem foolish not to build community based on some kind of similarity. A friend of mine recently received such a growth directive. He pastors the English language congregation of an ethnically French church, and the advice he received consisted nearly entirely of which type of similarity he should focus on. You should be the church for second-generationals. You should be the church for young professionals. You should stick with English-speaking people of French descent, and so forth. If you want to draw a crowd, build community through similarity. That's how people work. So is there anything wrong with this? Isn't this just a basic law of organizational development? Does it matter how we draw the crowd so long as once they arrive we tell them the gospel? Yes, it does. When Christians unite around something other than the gospel of Jesus Christ, they create community that would likely exist even if God didn't. As a modern-day Tower of Babel, the community glorifies their strength instead of God's and the very earnest things they do to create this type of community actually undermine God's purposes for it. Gospel plus community may result in the inclusive relationships we're looking for, but it says very little about the truth and power of the gospel.